episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald. Um, I'm flying solo today. Uh, Matt Dudek, who you can usually find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. Uh, um, he's chilling in Jamaica, so he will not be joining us today. But you can also find us on Twitter at HorizonRT. You can follow us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. And be sure to follow, uh, subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. Um, summer is approaching, but before the summer arrives... Uh, just wanted to uh, have one last conversation. Um, we'll probably be doing a few uh, more episodes in the summer, so stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss it. Uh, got some people that we definitely have been looking forward to talking to for a while that we haven't yet. But one person that we wanted to absolutely get a hold of before he uh, he en- ended up uh, traveling to his new destination, uh, you know him very well. Um, if May not necessarily be on the court, but he was definitely on the bench all the time. Uh, ben Sternberg, I, we've, we've, I think we've classified you as the the boss of the bench mob. So, Ben, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, really appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. So, um, so we, I, I really wanted to talk to you about kind of like your entire progression. Um, obviously, uh, you've spent the last two years at Cleveland State. Uh, well, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of your, you know, your interaction with the team, your initial meeting with Dennis Gates, um, and then what you're going to be doing moving forward. But um, let, let's kind of talk about the beginnings, because obviously you you you've kind of basically from from anybody who kind of knows your story, you've kind of really had to work at you've really worked hard to, you know, get to the place that you're at. So tell us a little bit about kind of your beginnings, um, you know, it as a basketball player yeah well it started really when i was uh probably six or seven my mom got me um she got me two jerseys a north carolina michael jordan jersey and a home like really old lebron jersey and i was really fascinated and and like what that works i I was like playing with trucks and stuff so i wasn't really (laughs) Um, like a sports guy until until that, and then uh, you know I I really you know was fascinated with the jerseys, and then I wanted to learn more about what the jerseys really were from, and I told my mom that I'm gonna start collecting these jerseys, and I think she laughed at me because I only had two and I had no idea what they were, um, but once I started learning, I got a Kobe jersey was my next jersey, and then I just you know once I started seeing those players play like those three players. I fell in love with the game, and, uh, you know, it's been my love pretty much ever since. So um, the jerseys, it's funny because the jerseys are really the reason I started playing basketball, and now I got all these jerseys from my high school, my my junior college, and now Cleveland State um, around my house. So, you know, that's really cool. But I wanted to get my own jersey, so I started, you know, playing at that age, um, and I was, I was probably, I was really small all my whole life. So, um, you know, at, at the beginning, I wasn't, I probably wasn't really that good. And you know, I was, I come from a wrestling family. My uncle was a state champion wrestler. Um, so my family probably thought that that's what, you know, my, my occupation would be, I guess, my athletic abilities would be taken into. But, um, I started playing basketball, and uh, I only folk I only played basketball really my whole life. I didn't really play any other sport. So um, my seventh grade year um, is when I started recognizing I was pretty good. Um, 
I, uh, I obviously I played at Beachville my whole my whole before college, pre-college. I was at Beachville my whole life. So yeah, I actually wanted to ask you about. I actually did want to ask you about Beachwood because um, I don't know how many people know because you actually were uh, you were actually very good at Beachwood. You were second team all conference and you were third team all district when you were there. Yeah, yeah, for sh- yeah, for sure. It was. Uh, I I had a lot of pressure on me. I feel like because um, the the grade ahead of me was they were like the best in school history. So I, I didn't want to let. Beachwood down, and I worked extremely hard to, uh, you know, to keep Beachwood's name up there. And you know, we won the we won the uh, the conference title. We we eventually lost to St. Joseph's, who won the state championship. I hate talking about it, but um, I feel like we could have won states my junior and senior year, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, I mean, I uh, I definitely worked really hard. Um, I would go to. Uh, you know, I would go to the gym before school. I would go to the uh, JCC right by my house. Um, I started doing that when I was probably in eighth grade. I would go at around like five or like five thirty in the morning, one of those two. And I'll be—it's like an old men's league on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then um, I would go there. I don't think they like playing with me at first because I was so small and I was so quick, and I think they were just trying to get some cardio in or whatever. But. Hey, don't um, sleep on middle-aged rec league guy. <laughs> oh, those guys I, are the was, da- those guys are the dangerous <laughs> ones. It was it was it was like upper middle for sure. Um, but yeah, they welcomed me in there, and I I, I went all the way through my senior year, and um, it's it's actually funny because I'll, I'll go back there once or twice um in the off season to say what's up to those guys and get a run in. Um, but yeah, I will I will work out before school and. Obviously, you know, we would have practice after school and I'll work out after practice just because I love the game so much and I wanted to play somewhere. Um, and I, I my main goal was to play, you know, Division One, And I had so many people, you know, doubting me and telling me that I wasn't going to be able to play D1 because of, you know, my height. And I only started focusing on basketball, which obviously it had, the pro, it had, had its pros and it had its cons too because – I started caring less about school and I started, you know, caring more, much more about basketball. And because of that, I only had like one, uh, you know, offer to play in college at a Juco, which is Lakeland. And, um, it was actually my trainer who, um, who, you know, who has changed my life, John Burge. He, uh, he gave me the opportunity, but, you know, who knows if I, if I didn't, you know, have him, I don't know, like, where I would be at right now. Um, so I, uh, I worked really hard and I committed to Lakeland, um, to go out of my, to go out of Beachwood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to let this get me. I'm going to put my head in the books and I'm going to really start, you know, learning that, you know, there's more to life than just basketball. So, um, I got to Lakeland my freshman year. Um, I had a decent year. Um, I averaged probably around seven and a half or eight points. I, I started off pretty, you know, pretty good. I started off averaging about 10 points. Um, and then the season went on. I ended up finishing like, um, like seven, around, like I said, like around seven points a game. Um, but I, I continue to work hard. Um, and I thought my sophomore year was going to be a breakout year for me at the JUCO level. 
because I, I had put so much work in um, in the off season. I, w- I was lifting every day. I was, um, you know, I was doing all the other stuff. I was taking care of my body. And then um, I ended up getting injured. I had to uh, actually get surgery my sophomore year, which was it was it was very tough mentally. And uh, uh, what, was the, what was the nature of the injury? I well, at first I I rolled my ankle, but it um, and it affected my Achilles, so I could barely walk. Ouch! Yeah, and then, yeah, and then um, I uh, I um. I get. I actually got back from that injury about four games with it, like in the season, so I still had a lot of the season left. But I noticed that my groin was hurting, and it was it was actually hurting. That's something about me too. Like I played on a, on a fractured tibia for a whole year, <laughs> like my sophomore year of high school. Holy so cow. Like, yeah, yeah, that could have been really bad too. But um, I'm always. I'm always trying to play through injuries. Just that, like, I, it always goes back to it, but I love the game so much. I don't want to, like, cheat the game, and I don't want to miss out on any opportunities. But, I mean, now that I'm getting older, I'm realizing how important it is to speak up if you're injured. But I uh, I was I injured my groin, and I had to actually get surgery on my groin. So um, I missed my whole sophomore year, and that 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 was a that was a very tough year for me. Um I uh I ended up losing somebody who was like a bigger brother to me that year and I lost my grandmother that year. So I went from you know doing good my freshman year um and getting pretty good grades to back to uh you know just just in a in a pretty, you know, deep hole, I guess. Uh and like I said my sister's with me right now. She was you could ask her. She was uh, she was always trying to make me laugh. She was always there for me, but um, I was like, I, I was not doing great. And then there, there was nothing that that was gonna stop me from playing at Cleveland State still, though. So um, yeah, let, let's yeah. So uh, yeah, it sounds like obviously, um, you know, family is very important to you. Obviously, um, oh yeah. Uh, so when you when you kind of think about you know your the importance of your family, and then you look at kind of Cleveland State and kind of what Dennis Gates was trying to put, I guess that kind of segues me to you know you saw what he was doing you know in his first season and that whole concept of you know that togetherness. What was it? Uh, how did, first of all, how did you? How were you? Uh, how, how did you first interact with uh, Dennis Gates and uh, to begin with? Well. Um, he obviously got hired very late in the yes. game. Like he got hired like in August, and obviously you know it's Coach Gates, so it's like he'll work his magic. He'll he's one of the best in the in the country, so he's gonna be able to get guys. Um, but I uh, I was hooping at the open gyms, and um, I was doing good. Like I was hooping with uh, Tyree. Like I was hooping with the, the former players. Mm-hmm. And I was just waiting, like, for for the new coach to be announced so I can just put my foot in the door and somehow be able to talk to him. And um, I I kept trying. I eventually was able to talk to him. And it's funny enough, I went in there, and I probably had the worst interview I ever had in my life. <laughs> I walked in there. I walked in there with uh, jewelry on. I walked in there, you know, trying to be – Trying to be somebody who I wasn't, I guess. I was trying to be um, 
definitely somebody I wasn't. And the interview went so bad, and I was like, I don't even think I'm going to be able to play, like, here or anywhere because it's August, and I didn't have any offers, and I didn't have anything else on the table. So I was like, I think I'm just going to have to go work. Like, I'm going to have to go work, and I think that everything happens for a reason. And he actually, a couple days later, probably about a week or so later, he hit me up. And he uh, gave me another opportunity to go um, to go talk to him again. And I'll never forget this day. It was pouring rain outside. Like, when I tell you, it was pouring rain. And I pulled up to this guy in a suit. Like, I was wearing a suit. And I was – I think I think that that impressed him. I think, well, he uh, is a suit I, guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. He is. He'll never change. No. Um, so – yeah, I pulled up in a suit, and we, it was a great conversation. And he gave me the opportunity to be a manager for the year and to get my grades up. And I think that right there changed my life because when I, uh, when I you know, focused in on school, like I, I tried to my freshman year, but when I really put my mind to it and, like, worked diligently and, and had basketball and school at the same time, um, it allowed me to – you know, really start, you know, getting getting the grades that – it wasn't even about the grades, though. It was just about learning and, like, developing relationships with professors and, and, my, and classmates. Um, and, yeah, I mean, after that, it's history. It's interesting because, um, it, obviously, the, your st- the story about kind of the stipulations of you making the team are pretty pretty well known. I mean, I've seen that that story, but it, it's kind of been kind of the pattern with with Dennis Gates because you know, the other story I keep remembering from him is that when you know when right when Spider Johnson yeah he had a conversation with Spider Johnson's mom about his like what Xbox or something like that when he started out and you know they, it, there's a lot of buy in. Yeah. When you're when you're working with Dennis mm-hmm. Gates, and it really doesn't matter if you're um, you know uh, you know a player or manager, um, everybody seems yeah. to kind of buy into the his philosophy. Which um, and I you know having talked to him a couple of years ago um, comes from kind of his background of uh, where he. Uh, because we had a conversation about him, him and I have the same graduate degree, graduate degree in adult learning. So we kind of have a, you know, we, we kind of have a, well, he's a little, he's considerably better at that. I am, but, <laughs> um, but the concept is the same that, you know, everything seems to be uh, that he, he kind of chalks everything up to a learning experience. So what, so you get to the so you get to the point where you you've got your grades up you've been you know working as a manager and, and there was you tell me about the day that you were able to get the you know, where you were announced that you were going to be a part of this team as as a player. Yeah. It, was, it was a great day. I remember it too. It was during COVID, um, and you know he uh, he invited me on the Zoom call with the team. And this was this was like the heart of COVID. This was like March of 2020, maybe yeah, like late March, maybe April. Sure. And he, you know, he told the team that I was going to be a part of the team, and uh, I I went downstairs, and uh, I think we all remember my, my family remembers. We were just so happy that I was finally going to reach my goal to play Division One basketball at Cleveland State. Um. So yeah, that was that was a great day. Um. Yeah. But. 
Yeah. So one of the things that uh, one of the other things that I uh, that kind of struck me about Dennis Gates and um, uh, Dennis Gates when he was at Cleveland State is that he had this concept of captains where he had like captains for each class, you know, and then he had a and he had a he even had a captain for the bench. Now, if I remember correctly. The captain that he had selected was the bench was, uh, for the bench was actually Jeremy Sanchez, but it sounds like you were all you were kind of his assistant captain at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't think uh, really anybody knew how crazy. I didn't even think how uh, I knew how crazy I was going to go on the bench, but I wanted to uh, make an impact because you know I. I, I Wanted, I would do first of all, I would do anything for Coach Gates. I, I would I would do anything for that man. And I I recognize that um I well I've been a pretty much a cab captain my, my whole career, so I, I know what it's like to uh you know, have have the team like looking after you and like looking up to you and if you do one thing then they're gonna start following you. So I really wanted to help, you know, build this culture because I saw what Coach Gates was doing and I felt like bringing that energy every day I felt like it was going to be contagious because first of all you know that team was so close because it was again it was during you know COVID so all we could do when we got back to the dorms was just be with each other so we we got so close and it was all genuine it wasn't like me trying to you know, go viral. It wasn't me trying to, you know, stand out. It was me trying to help the team win. And I felt like, you know, once I started doing that and stepped out of my comfort zone um, and the whole team started doing it, you know, that's when we separated ourselves. And um, obviously that year we made it to March Madness just because of off, off the love of each other. And I feel like, you know, that was an unbelievable experience. And, you know, Sandy, Sandy's my brother, and, you know, he is, uh, he's a great leader. So he would always give me advice on, you know, what to do. And I look up to him, and, um, yeah, I mean, I just started losing it. Like, I started going crazy because I felt like if my teammates saw it, they would do it, and they did it. So it, it definitely just it wasn't only me at all. It was all of us. So yeah, one of the yeah one of the things obviously one of the things that one of the advantages of if there are any when you're in a COVID year and nobody's in the building except for you guys is that yeah. is that you have the opportunity to you create some momentum. You may not be mm -hmm. on the you may be on not be on the court, but mm -hmm. um, and this was. You know, listen to any of the play-by-play -play from any of the uh, listen to the play-by-play -play from any of the Horizon League guys and Al Pulaski, obviously, especially. But they will they all noted that you know that group and there was a uh, there was quite a, you know I think you guys were rolling like fifteen sixteen I don't I, I lost count of how many guys you guys had. Um, but anybody who was not on the anybody who was not on the court was you know, was was part of that group who uh, you know hooting and holly it was almost like you had a crowd within a crowd and obviously you, you 
as 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 part of that and you know kind of being able to um kind of spur your your teammates along that were on the bench um that was clearly I don't want to say it was a deciding factor in some games, but it certainly helped. Yeah, for sure. I uh, like I said, it was it was all of us, uh, and you know I saw, you know, not to throw shots, but I definitely saw other teams trying to be like us. So um, I got to ask and- about this too, because uh, the 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 idea of the bench mob obviously is not new, as I'm sure you know. Um, Tales yeah. of the Monmouth bench mob, or you know. You know, old tales as old as time. Um, the one guy I remember is that I can't remember his name. The one dude with the with the the, the uh, eyeglass goggles from uh, from DePaul. I can't remember his name now. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking of, like. But yeah. at the same, but none of the I mean, none of those guys seem to have the influence that you guys had, and maybe it's because you were the only guys in the building. Yeah, I mean, we were definitely a crowd in there. We we definitely turned it up in there. Um, I think that, um, you know, we we would start, you know, doing our own. I mean, me and Mabor, after after somebody would get a dunk, I remember me and Mabor, because Mabor is so tall, I was like, Mabor, put your hands out and create a rim so I could dunk. <laughs> so we were just trying to figure out things to be different. Sure. And we were, we were figuring out things that, um, the team could feed off of, and it worked for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, I want to talk about the, uh, the game on December twenty sixth, twenty twenty, where uh, the game the day after Christmas, uh, Cleveland mm-hmm. State played Youngstown State, and in the closing minutes of that game, you got a chance to play, and lo and behold, you hit a three at the end of the game. Your yeah. first, so tell me how that. Tell me about kind of you know the 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 shot and kind of your you, you know your not only your reaction but the uh, but your your teammates reaction because um obviously you were very enthusiastic and then when you get you score when, when they scored and you scored they 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 shared the love essentially yeah for sure i think that uh i mean first of all that was a great it was a great day for me i remember the coach gets called me in. I was a little caught off guard. Um, but when I when I was walking in, like when I was checking in, I was like, I can't believe this is finally happening. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I got a bucket. It was great. Um, but just because you know I'm not playing on the court necessarily doesn't mean I put in. I don't put in the work. Like I still put in a ton of work. Um, and, and I, I think still... that's a, I think that's kind of the thing. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the thing that we. We, we seem to a lot of people seem to kind of downplay mm-hmm. you may be a walk-on but you're in a you're on a division one squad and there's only X amount of spots on that roster so in yep. you're going through the same drills the same practices the same everything as the guys who are starting every day. So you have to do everything, and, and you have to have the same level of discipline that the coach imparts on not just you, but everybody else. Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I, uh, I I still treat it like I'm starting. Like, I still work as if I'm starting. I'm not going to, you know, because like, like coach always says, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. 1 through 19 last year, I was I was gonna be ready no matter what. 
I'm still I'm still putting in extra work in a weight room. I'm still getting hundreds of shots up. I'm still putting in the work just because, um, like, again, I love the game and I don't want to cheat the game. Um, but I always, I'm always ready. So um, it definitely it has no factor that me being a walk-on or me playing, you know, not playing um, doesn't mean that I don't put the work in. I still put the work in. And um, I'm not going to cheat the game. And I know, um, you know, anybody can attest to that. Yeah. So. And that is true, especially during that COVID year, because I, I, I know that and I know, I know um, Coach Gates mentioned that because of the the fact that you had, even though you were a walk on, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get your you're you're never going to see the floor, because during yeah. that year we saw at multiple times times we had you know you had you know jeremy sanchez coming in play defense mm-hmm. you obviously had michi terry coming in to do the same thing and you guys yeah. were still running 16 17 deep at that point so yeah. um you, you to your point yeah you got to be ready for anything Mm-hmm. for sure and no. like i said we we uh we all put the work in for gays and uh i think it's just because you know, we all want to win. We all have the same goal, which is to get to March Madness and to get, you know, past that first round. Yeah. Which, uh, unfortunately, you made it to you made it to March Madness. Unfortunately, you ran headlong into a Houston team that made the Final Four. <laughs> We're yeah, really was, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. There was, yeah. Uh, you know that was the kind of the downside. The good news is that you actually made your way into the. You actually played in a in a in an NCAA tournament game. Yeah, you know, it still hasn't hit me yet, to be honest with you. I think when uh, I have the, like, the time to, you know, reminisce uh, on my career, it'll hit me. But um, first of all, I was, I was, I was frustrated because we lost. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't, sure. you know, happy that I scored at that time because, you know, all I care about is winning. You know, I think all everybody on that team cared about was winning. All the coaches cared about was winning. Um, so I, I was frustrated. Um, sure. But the amount of love that you know I got, I couldn't be more appreciative. Um, you know, obviously, you know, on Twitter and TikTok and you know Instagram, um, you know, it, it was a great feeling. Um, but yeah, I had no idea until like 30 minutes after the game that I was getting that 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 amount of love. Um, sure. But yeah, I. It, it, I'm very blessed, you know. I can't. I will never. I, I can't complain about anything, and you know, it all. It all. It, it all goes back to you know, Coach Gates giving me that opportunity. So I cannot thank that man enough. Sure. And one other thing I wanted to I wanted to point out is that the um, you 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 showed love to everybody. I mean, it didn't matter, and, and players, coaches. At one point in time, the trainer Max Benton. <laughs> That's my man, Money Max. <laughs> I mean that was a, that was like one of those like things that I'm surprised not uh, you know we noticed it I don't I don't know how many other people noticed it but like man this you know like that's awesome that like you're gassing up the trainer. Listen, Money Max is the is one of the hardest working dudes I've ever met in my life. Shout out Money Max, I'm gonna miss him next year. That's my guy. But I see like I see. Once you get to that level, like, you'll see how much work that every single person puts in. It's, 
it's admirable, you know, whether it's Money Max, it's, um, you know, Chase, you know, Coach Chase. Chase puts in so much work. Um, you know, he was the director of ops. Now he's the director of ops in Missouri. But all the GAs, man, like, I, I, I've been through it. Like, I know I know what the GAs are going through, and I know what they do. And, you know, one through whatever, 30, 35, however, however many people are, you know, in the program, I see how hard they work. And I'm not going to let that go, go unnoticed because, you know, we wouldn't get to where we're at without any of them. And, you know, like I said, I, I'm very appreciative. And I know I'm speaking for me and my teammates. Like, we're appreciative for, you know, all the coaches and everybody involved with, you know, the athletic program. You know, whether it's, you know, Carrie with the tickets, like, we all see how hard they work. So I'm very appreciative of all of them. And, you know, they were a key, you know, contribution on why we were so successful. Yeah. So let, let's talk about this past season. Obviously, you guys had a little bit of a transition. You had fans again. So as yeah. far as that was concerned, kind of, did you feel you needed to kind of adjust, you know, how uh, you're, you know, how, how you worked on the bench then, then <laughs> as opposed to when nobody was on, nobody's in the stands? Um, no, not at all. We wanted to go crazier, <laughs> but there is a, uh, obviously, like you said, there's fans, so we weren't going to be as loud, but they were going to see us, like they were going to be able to see us. Um, and you know, I think that at the beginning of the year, we were going a little too crazy. Me, Chris, me and Chris, um, I mean, you saw Chris, Chris was going crazy too. Chris, yeah. I don't think Chris got the recognition that he should have got. Chris was my right-hand man. Um, but everybody was going crazy. And before, you know, to preface that, I think the, you know, the transfers like Brock, Nate, uh, Rambo, um, Cole, I think, you know, they bought in so quick. And that was admirable, too. Because they, they, I mean, they came here, they knew what we were about. And they, you know, they bought in so quick. But, you know, we started going, I think, a little bit too crazy. Um and, you know, we uh, we definitely were told to, you know, chill out. Not by the coaches. Um, no. So <laughs> the coaches wanted us to go, you know, insane. But, um, you know, we were, yeah, we were told to chill out a little bit. Which, which brings which, me to sorry. the technical foul. <laughs> All right, yeah, tell I us. A, okay, I got. I got. I got to hear the story about this because when we when we saw you get teed up, uh, we saw you get teed up, and I'm like, why? What? What was that all about? Like, yeah. who's the who's yeah. the first of all? Who's the killjoy who, who teed you up? I can't even remember who it was. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. I can't remember who it was, but. I want to say no, it was Lamont Simpson, but I can't remember for sure, honestly. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blame him for uh, for that. Unfortunately, well, you don't have to. We will like, kill Joy. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know it got a little quiet. Well, the other team. I think what team was it? Kanisha. Oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, it was. Kani was it, it was Kani It was. I think it was Kanisha's because it was one of the non-conference games because it was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those conference non-conference games that was way closer than I thought it should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or was it, it Coppin uh, State? I thought it might have been Coppin State. Yeah, it was. It was one of those too. I can't. I can't remember. But uh, one of their players was talking a lot of you know smack um, to our bench and to the guys on our team, and 
you know, I, you know, me being me, you know, I'm a little crazy, and uh, <laughs> I was I was getting a little frustrated, and um, they were shooting free throws, and um, I think he uh, he may have had four fouls or something, and um, he I think he fouled I think he fouled like Trey or something, and he he was still talking smack, and. Uh, of course, the arena got really quiet, and I stood up. Right in that moment, exactly. Isn't that always the way? Yeah, yeah, always happens. And uh, I, I um, I stood up and I said, uh, I said something. And I think I don't know if it was necessarily uh, what I said. I think it was because I walked down the sideline, um, and was like screaming. But of course, it got quiet. And I, I just remember the uh, the ref turning and checking me up. I was like, no way. <laughs> and, you know, the first one to, you know, come dab me up was Coach Gates. Coach Gates loves that. And that's why, you know, that's, again, that's why I would do anything for Coach Gates. But I think, you know, after that game, we were, uh, we, I was getting, you know, I was getting warnings before the game. And it was, it was frustrating because I felt like I was being, not only me, I felt like the bench was being limited on what we could do. You know, they were, you know, restricting us to, you know, um, doing what we wanted. Um, so we still try to make an impact regardless of, you know, what limitations we have. But yeah, that was, that was, that was crazy. I, uh, I didn't know what to think after that. I'm so glad we won that game though. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 I was just blown away by the whole situation. It was just like, what? what? Yeah. Like it, it was, yeah, it was one of those crazy things. I'm like, okay, that does not make any level of sense to me at all. I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, that was like, but yeah, I, I had to ask about that one because it was one of those things that it, it's, it was so random. Yeah. <laughs> the whole, I, the whole thing was like random and I'm like, that didn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the, yeah it was comp it was Coppin State so um, okay so yeah the um so so at this point in time obviously um so you finish up your career your career at Cleveland State um yeah so when you and obviously and of course as everybody else does you had the option to take an extra year um yeah. what was it and of course I mean. If anybody follows Ben, you should follow Ben, obviously, um, at Soldier Benny <laughs> on Twitter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, you, you, not to give anything away. I mean, you should already know what it is anyway. But you are you're going to be heading to uh, you're going to be heading to, to Missouri to uh, as a walk on to join uh, Dennis Gates. So I, I my question would be. First of all, um, kind of, how did that materialize for you, and um, how, um, you know, how excited are you to get the opportunity? Um, and we keep joking; it's gonna like we were thinking it was gonna be this like Horizon League All Star team, but you know, Amari Davis went back to Amari Davis transferred to Wright State. We were kind of sad about that, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know, Coach Gates is. Uh... I, I don't know how many times I can say it, but, you know, he changed my life, and I really did not want to play for any other coach um, but Coach Gates. Regardless of the fact, you know, whatever other opportunity I got, I don't think it would have changed my mind at all. Um, I was pretty set on, you know, if Coach, you know, gave me the opportunity to come with him, I was going to go immediately, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Um, but this opportunity is 
um, is amazing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to be, you know, put in this position um, and to be with, you know, not only Coach Gates, but um, Coach Charbaugh, Coach Klein, Coach uh, Chase, Coach Nutt, um, you know, Coach, you know, Perrin, uh, and DK, you know, Delon King even, you know, um, all coming from Cleveland State. Uh, I'm, I'm very, um, you know, blessed to, you know, be back with them and, you know, SCC, it's a, it's a power five, you know, it's a big, it's a yeah. big time. And, uh, I'm ready to make an impact there. Uh, I'm not going to let, you know, any of that change, you know, the way I act or, you know, my leadership. I'm going to go in there and, you know, still be the same old me. Um, and I'm still going to, you know, continue to help coach build that culture and create that culture over there. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I can't. I cannot wait to get down to you know Columbia and uh, turn up. So there you go. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to ask you about. Um, mm-hmm. So for anybody who does not know, uh, Michi Terry, aka Baldhead, he has his own YouTube channel, and the last uh, his the recent things he's been playing one on one with uh, some of these uh, YouTubers. Uh, these YouTube ballers. Um, I think the last uh, the last episode I wanted to talk to you specifically about because you make a guest appearance there. Yes, sir. Um, first of all, was that in L.A.? Yeah, it was in L.A. Um, Michi and I went out to L.A. Um, you know, we got the opportunity to play with you know Flight, and Flight's obviously big time. He's one of the most you know recognized basketball YouTubers, and um, I'm actually, you know, Michi's starting his YouTube, and I'm, I'm, I'm really wanting to get into YouTube too, and I, you know, I also think that's another, you know, at Missouri, I feel like that's going to be a big time opportunity for me to, you know, expand, you know, YouTube. Um, I, I've been watching YouTube since I was a little kid. Uh, I watch YouTube, you know, more than anything else, and, you know, I'm definitely gonna, you know, film some videos. I'm, I'm definitely starting my channel too. I dropped a video a couple of months ago about like a little documentary, a little story. But yeah, me she played flight, and you know we we went. I, to I gotta ask about that because he ran love like eleven straight points. <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, is there no skunk rule in one on one? I thought that used to be a thing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, for you know content purposes, um, they played the they were gonna originally play the eleven. I think actually. And, you know, Flight wanted to play the 15, so they played the 15. But, you know, it was really cool being there, uh, seeing Michi play, you know, Flight. Um, but, yeah, next time I'm in L.A., I'm going to be playing Flight. So um, that will be exciting. Um, but, yeah, Buckets TV is my YouTube channel. And, you know, I hope next time I talk to you that, you know, it'll be big time like Michi. There you go. Yeah. Um, yes, although he, I mean, I, I, I'll honestly, I mean, his 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 brand is like ubiquitous. So yeah, oh yeah. I mean, nobody's beating Bald Fam, man. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Um, yeah. So that so um, the, uh, actually, the, I'm I'm glad you brought up the I'm glad glad you brought up your YouTube channel um, because I wanted to ask you about obviously the uh, uh, the, the the because we're kind of at this point where. Um, this whole idea of name image likeness is now a thing obviously it's been a thing for a year um and you mentioned it a little bit um and how important is that uh i mean for how is important how is it 
has it do you think it's going to impact you in any way um obviously there are some who there are some you know some of your teammates who obviously are going to be uh obviously benefit a little bit more by that but do you think that that might be something that um that that you also um can benefit in some way shape or form yeah for sure uh i definitely think that but you know um everything we do you know coach gates has to give the okay um i'm not going to do anything that sure. you know coach doesn't want me to be doing but yeah, I mean, it's it, again, it's a big time opportunity for myself as well as my teammates, and um, I can't wait to see, you know. But again, that's that has that that has absolutely like no, there, there's no, you know, that's I'm going to Missouri to you know play basketball and help sure. build basketball. Um, it's not really, it has nothing to do with name, image, and likeness. I, again, like. If I'm yeah, I mean, obviously, you could do that on your, you know, you, you, yeah, yeah, you, you did course. that, you did, yeah, but obviously, with the, uh, with putting up your own channel, you did that before you even got to Missouri, anyway. So exactly, exactly. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I love YouTube. It's a passion of mine, um, and you know, if I, if I have the ability to go down there and you know make some content, I'm definitely going to do that. Um, but it's it's completely separated from what the, the reason I'm going there. I'm going there to, you know win the national championship to be honest with you there you go yeah all right well well ben again thank you very much for joining us um uh i I mentioned it before uh at soldier benny at uh on on twitter um where else can everybody find you um ben sternberg one is my instagram and then uh buckets tv was benny buckets on youtube so thank you for having me though yeah, no problem. Absolutely. And that's going to wrap it up for us here. Um, again, HorizonRoundtable.com. Uh, you can find our content. You can find our everything that we need, uh, You know, we'll our past episodes, everything like that. Like I said, we're going to be doing some stuff over the summer, so be sure to, to catch that. Uh, you can pull us up, uh, again, wherever podcasts are available. And, of course, you can... Uh, you can obviously get to us wherever uh, you pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So tune in this summer, but until then, thank you all for listening. <laughs>